Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. This episode of HR Oxygen is brought to you by Boss Builders University. If you're looking to train up your non-managers and individual contributors, please check out our newest offering, The Art of Being a Great Teammate. In this 12-month program, we'll take your employees through various topics, which include communication, how to manage your boss, how to get results without authority, how to win at customer service, how to solve problems, make better decisions, and much more. The sessions are going to be virtual, running one hour each month, and we'll do it using our popular sketch and seminar graphic art and storytelling format. No boring PowerPoint, stale stories, and outdated tools and techniques. The sessions are engaging and provide tactical, practical tools that can be used immediately after the sessions. You can either have your entire organization take our program, or if you have just a few folks, join one of our open enrollment cohorts that start every other month. For more information, visit us online at thebossbuilders.com. Well, you know, I have taken three different training programs over the past 20-some years, and those three have been absolute game-changers. Back in the year 2000-2001, I qualified to administer the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, and that's been a foundation of our programs all since that time. And then in 2000, just before COVID went crazy, I took a program called Bacablo. It was graphic facilitation, and that transformed how we did our workshops as we went through the pandemic and everything switched to virtual. Well, reluctantly, I decided to enroll in a program about maybe a month or two ago on positive intelligence. And I did it because a friend asked me if I would be in her cohort and I thought, eh, I don't know if I really wanna do this. And plus it's at four o'clock in the afternoon, one day a week and has this app. And so I started into the program and I thought, okay, well this is actually better than I thought. And then as I dug deeper into the program, I thought, wow, this is absolutely enlightening. And the further I dug in, the more I realized that this is absolutely life changing. It's really defined how I look at myself, how I think about myself, and I'm not even fully through it. I'm almost through it. Well, for all of those reasons, I realized I needed to have the facilitator and the cohort that I'm working with back on the show. Now, I had Lee Cumberford on back in the late 2021, I believe, and we talked about cognitive diversity. I had her back to talk about PQ, positive intelligence, what it is, how it functions, how it impacts us, how it can transform us if we understand it. And she can talk about it much better than I can. And so what we did is we talked about PQ. I took the assessment. She's actually going to debrief it right online. So you're gonna get a nice window into me if that's something that you're interested in. But more than anything, I want you to really embrace this. I really think if you take this program, it will be a game changer for you. And listen all the way to the end because Lee has a special discount code for the two upcoming cohorts that'll be happening as we wind out summer 2022. So let's quit talking about her, let's talk to her. Please sit back and relax. Make sure that seatbelt is buckled low and across your hips. Make sure the personal items tucked under the seat in front of you. Time for us to taxi to the runway. Should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast, the show focused on the overworked, overwhelmed, and underappreciated HR professional. And now, here is the host of our show, the boss builder, Mac Monroe. Lee Comerford, welcome back to the show. 
Hey, Mac, thank you so much. I'm excited to be back here today. Yeah, Lee, so we had you on a few months ago and the topic was cognitive diversity. And so if you have not had a chance to listen to that episode, I don't know the episode number off the top of my head, but it's probably about two or three months ago. And we talked about the brain and I always thought it was like left brain, right brain, but you gave me a detailed explanation that is actually more than that. There's four quadrants and fascinating stuff. And once I recorded that and listened to it, I thought, yeah, this is good stuff. And then I guess it was uh, a few months after that, you were talking about this other thing that you're involved in called uh, PQ, positive intelligence. And I agreed to be part of your boot camp. And I have to tell you, it was absolutely life changing. I have been through three sets of training in my life that have truly been pivotal. The first was qualifying in Myers-Briggs in 2000 and then uh, just in 2020, so 20 years later, I took the Bacablo drawing course, which I managed to twist your arm into getting to do that as well. <laughs> yes, you did. And, uh, and so that was, and again, that was a total game changer just in time for COVID. And so when it came to PQ, I thought, oh, this will be kind of cool. And when I first started, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cool. And then as I've gotten deeper and deeper into it, it's like, oh, no, this is amazing. And then just today, as we went through another part of this program, and I just finished it about 30 minutes ago, it's like, wow, this is completely a game changer. And that's why I want all of my audience to hear from you today. And I'd like you to kind of explain what PQ is about, talk about some of those terms that maybe they're not familiar with that I wasn't at first, and now I am terms like judge, saboteurs, sages. And <laughs> then I'm going to be very brave and have you debrief my results, particularly my highest mm -hmm. saboteurs and maybe what that means. And then we have a special offer for those of you who are listening and still awake at the end that you definitely need to take advantage of. So that's the agenda for today. Before we get into the questions, Lee, tell us about yourself. Give us a little bit of your background and your journey and what you're working on today. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mac. Um, so <clears throat> my name is Lee Comerford. Um, I do reside in uh, or in or around, you can say, Nashville. I'm actually in the Mount Juliet area. And my background for many years has been learning and development. And I really found my passion when I was introduced to coaching. And so I have spent a lot of time working with individuals, teams, and organizations, having an opportunity to help um, open their eyes to new perspectives uh, through a different lens in order to reach and achieve their goals. And um, I'll just talk a little bit about, about PQ and kind of my, my roadmap uh, to get here, because I was introduced to this right after COVID hit. So I think it was May of 20, and uh, I, I'm actually including a little bit of this story in, uh, in my newsletter that's coming out tomorrow, but a uh, sneak peek for your folks as well, or at least a, a different avenue for folks to hear this. It's... So I went through uh, the program. Uh, it was a seven week program where I was introduced to this uh, from a coach perspective. And I thought it was really, really cool to use your word, Mac. Um, but at the time I was just starting my business and didn't want to be spread too thin. So I put it on the back burner. And then about a year later, I found that I was utilizing the tools and techniques with all of my coaching clients. And they were swiftly able to, to make change and to take what was a negative situation and turn things around. Um, going from a moment of chaos or at least a whole lot of confusion 
to being able to have a clear mind and make laser focused decisions. And as I was having this awareness that, oh my gosh, this is the PQ model and techniques that, that's really helping move these clients forward, I made a decision immediately. I have got to jump back in. I need to do this and actually go through certification. So that's what I've done over the last year. Uh, there was quite a few uh, different criteria and steps and hoops and everything else that you jump through and jump around in order to get there. And my hope is by the end of September of 2022, I will be a certified PQ coach. So I'm finalizing the those elements there uh, to be able to bring this to so many, so many different groups moving forward, um, not just one-on-one -on -one clients, but teams and organizations. At least that's the goal. Well, I think when you kind of explain what PQ is about, I think everybody who's listening to this will probably say, wow, we could definitely, we could definitely use that. Now I will tell you right up front, be prepared to, it's definitely different than what I thought. I thought, oh yeah, you know, sit in this lecture and yeah, it's on the app and you know, this is a bald guy telling stories with a funny accent. And then it's like, okay, yeah, I think this is pretty serious. And then today, like, wow, I just felt like a, an entire weight sort of dropped on top mm. of me. And it's just feels like I've just discovered a part of myself that I had buried for a long, long time. So, uh, and, and those of you who know me know that I tend to be sort of, I don't know, a little more direct maybe when I'm in front of you doing a workshop. And I think a lot of that I'm starting to see is almost just me forgetting who I really am inside and boy, getting to go back to that person today. I probably scared everybody off. They probably shut this off already, <laughs> but I guess it's just going to be you and me. Uh, but if you are still with us, hopefully you are, uh, just know that this is something that I think you will find. Wow. Just incredible. I, I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah. And even when Lee tells you about it, you're like, yeah, it's probably cool. You have to experience it. So all that said, yeah. and thank you for, you know, giving us your background, Lee. Lee, tell us, so tell us about PQ, who is sort of the, the person that is the guru of this, if you will. And then let's talk about some of the terminology. So tell us first about PQ and Shirzad. Absolutely. So PQ stands for Positive Intelligence Quotient. Uh, we abbreviate uh, with PQ. It is um, a model and methodology that was created by Shirzad Shamin. And he grew up um, just very, very quickly on his past, uh, but he grew up with um, not the best childhood. And so went through many years of depression and had an awakening moment uh, actually in, in grad school and realized, wow, what am I doing here? And I can go much more into detail, but you'll learn about that if you, uh, if you attend the boot camp. So I don't want to give too much away, but it is that opportunity to benefit from building powerful habits for a positive mind. So, you know, I think a little bit of what, what you've talked about is the, the getting real and, and really taking the time to slow down and look at your past, but also slow down to take a look at where do I want to be moving forward? And the best way to do that is to clear those cobwebs, know exactly what you want and be able to move forward. And that's what this program can provide. So I, one of the taglines that I like to use is harness the power of your mind to unlock your potential. 
Um, one of the things that I do with, with lots of individuals is help people move past the obstacles that are standing in their way. And these saboteurs uh, that, that we'll begin to introduce here in the next few minutes are those obstacles that are standing in all of our way from us actually achieving the success that we could achieve. Now, many of you may be saying, I'm successful every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> and you may be, absolutely. The saboteurs actually start um, as our friend when we're a child. And over the years, we continue to grow with those friends, if you will. And then over time, they stay with us. But over many years, they begin to get in our way. So what I mean by that is they try to step in, they try to protect, but ultimately it's a, it's a belief that we needed when we were much smaller that we no longer need. And when we can break down those walls, break down those voices in our head that are holding us back, not only do we achieve success, but we also achieve it through joy and happiness. Well, just your, your tagline for this. What was that again? Uh, achieving? Yeah. Unlock the power of your mind. To, yeah. Harness the power yeah. of your mind to unlock your potential. Yeah. Now, so upfront, that sounds like some speakers motivational topic <laughs> and you go, yeah, yeah, this is great. And, and yet when you get into this, it's like, you don't get some fancy plate of food. It's like you get this toolbox and it's all rusty and there's all rusty tools in there. And that's where the work begins. So this ain't fluff and I, and I've got a bullshit meter that's pretty tuned in. And I gotta tell you at first, I'm like, okay, I don't know, but I tell you, once we got in, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is some serious stuff and you can't wing this either. You can't just listen to the recording, you know, an hour before your pod meeting. And then you got to do the work. In fact, there's even something that is known as PQ reps that we are encouraged to do all the time. So what is a PQ rep, Lee? Yeah, awesome. So great question. A PQ rep is a moment to slow down. And there's a variety of, of what we call PQ reps. The, the easiest uh, example that I can give is actually to, and let me explain a moment. So let's say you're finding yourself in a moment where there's so much going on in your head and you're not able to clearly uh, define what's happening or maybe make a decision. So if you take two fingers, and rub those two fingertips together with such intention that you begin to feel the fingertip ridges on both fingers. And do that for 10 seconds. While you're doing this, your brain begins to reset, begins to take us from a neural pathway that has been set for years. We make the same decision the same way every single day. But when we do a PQ rep, it allows us to pause and with a clear mind, make a different decision in some cases. So we begin to shift the way that that neural pathway is traveling to the point that we begin to create a new neural pathway. And as long as we are continuing to work down that same path, that old neural pathway stalls out. And then we're just moving forward with the new. So the old was based on decisions of those saboteurs, uh, those negative emotions. The new neural pathway is all based on positivity and clear-minded approach, which is what we call our sage. So our authentic uh, self or the essence of ourselves. Great. Yeah. So if you're thinking, all right, I'm rubbing my fingers together. Yeah. This sounds really <laughs> hokey to me. Uh, just keep in mind, I had the same thought 
Um, and then I pushed through it and I thought, yeah, it's almost like when they say, okay, take a deep breath, right? When you're all worked up about something and it's like you reset cause you got to focus on that. And so the, the major culprit here, at least this is how I remember when, you know, going through this is the judge. So Lee, tell us about the judge. Ah, great. Yes. The judge is our master of all saboteurs. He is the one that basically is the ringleader. And so he's the one who likely uh, is that voice in your head. And, you know, we may have a voice that is very loud uh, talking back to us. We may have a voice that's timid and um, still speaks up, but but in a, in a more timid, in a, in a shyer way. Everyone's voice from a judge perspective is different. And it may be the voice of someone from your past. It may be your own voice uh, from a, um, just from that negative emotion perspective. Shirzad shares that his judge, he actually has nicknamed as the executioner. And when he's going through an example of sharing that experience with other people, he crinkles his face up and, and he has this almost voice change in, you know, the approach of, you know, why are you being so stupid? What's the problem here? Stop being so stupid. And we do have negative self-talk, all of us at times. And when we realize that that negative self-talk is that voice in our head, we have the option to make a shift, make a choice to do something different with it. Yeah, that judge, it, it took a while for me to kind of conceptualize it. But then I realized the judge's voice has been in my head all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean you thought you could do this? Yeah. Is that really, was that really a good idea? Why would you say something like mm -hmm. that? And, you know, I just figured it was just, you know, my own self-talk and it's just me keeping myself honest and on track, not realizing that basically I've gotten accustomed to that. And, and this is what I can recall and maybe clarify this if I've gone off track, but the judge was initially there to sort of protect you when you were young and sort of help you adapt to situations. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, it's sort of become the governor. Right. And if you're not careful, it's basically dictating how you live your life. Absolutely. It's dictating it based on fear, based on those negative emotions. So, uh, you know, one thing that we hear all the time uh, from, from positions of, of what we do, Mac, it's that people say, oh my gosh, you know, I just feel like this imposter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not everybody, not everybody claims it, but everybody feels it. And that's the judge speaking to you. Are, you know, what, what makes you think you deserve to be here? Mm -hmm. um, how did you get in this position? How did you get to this point in life? You don't deserve that. So what, if that, people, what if people find out that you really don't know shit? What are you going to do? You know, wow, <laughs> exactly. it, it is. It's very powerful. It, it is. And so we start with the judge as that master saboteur, the ringleader. And the ringleader has nine accomplice saboteurs that support him or her in, um, in maintaining that fear, those negative emotions. And I don't know, is this a good time for us to maybe talk about your top? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So let's do this, Lee. Take okay. us through the nine. Give us a real quick uh -huh. descriptor. And then so part of this program is you take the assessment 
and then you sort of get a readout of your results. Which of these saboteurs are most highly, rep I guess it's highly represented in you, and mm -hmm. then some that are not there. And then there's these number scores. So you can't see this now because obviously we're doing a podcast, but uh, I have my results up. So uh, I want you to take us through all of these, Lee, sure. and then I'm going to tell you what my numbers are and then maybe how, and then maybe, you know, I might share some examples of like, okay, now I kind of see that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you get to know me pretty well if you listen to this. And you may not <laughs> ever want to tune back in, but hey, I'm okay with that now too. It's, I'm very comfortable with it. So give good. us the, the big saboteurs. Yeah, so the first accomplice saboteur is the avoider. And we all know about the avoider. Think about you know putting a, a trash bag over your head. You don't want to be seen. Um, the avoider is the one that has a lot of opportunity for procrastination. You know you've got a deadline coming up, but hey, it's okay, don't worry about it. And then in the 11th hour, you're staying up all night in order to get something accomplished for a deliverable uh, the next morning. So that avoider uh, can get a lot of us in trouble. The next is the controller. And the controller, think of this guy as um, the master puppeteer, the one that's pulling the strings on everything that's happening. So this person must be in control, likely very direct, um, strong of opinion, but must be in control. And when they feel that they're not in control, um, they're usually, in many cases, not, um, not comfortable at all. Um, the hyperachiever, uh, I, I know and love the hyperachiever. It is one of my top uh, saboteurs. And this is that constant desire to continue to achieve more and more. And it's going after that next certification, that next achievement, that next award, um, that next gratification. Not so much for the sake of the enjoyment of it, but simply to have that um, award to put on your wall. So constantly achieving and achieving and achieving, but doing it on steroids, if you will. So it's the overachieving side. The next is hyper-rational. So hyper-rational is the one that, that focuses on processing um, everything from a rational perspective, but on, again, on steroids. Anything, anything that we start with hyper is that it's overused. So um, perceived as, could be perceived as uncaring, unfeeling, but it's the having to rationalize absolutely everything to the nth degree. And then there's the hypervigilant, the one that is overly concerned about every possible thing that could go wrong. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong, and I'm going to worry about it. Um, the pleaser, the pleaser is a wonderful thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, while at the same time, the pleaser is the one who's always saying yes to other people. They have trouble saying no. And we find that over time, the pleaser is so busy taking care of everyone else that they begin to neglect their own needs, um, even some of those primary needs. So, um, so really having an opportunity to level set, set some boundaries. Uh, pleaser's wonderful, but not when it's overused. The restless. The restless is the one who just has to be in everything. Uh, I think we've all heard the, the term. I don't even know how long this has been around. But squirrel, that new, you know, that new shiny object, you've got to go after the next big, wonderful thing. This is what the restless is all about. So getting very bored with what's happening and needing to move on to the next thing, likely not finishing what they started from the beginning. 
And then the stickler, the stickler is our perfectionist. So really ensuring that, you know, the 80-20 rule does not apply for the stickler. It is 120% of doing something. Everything must be absolutely perfect for the stickler. And then the last is the victim. I know we've all used the victim in different terminology. Um, the saboteur is no different here. The victim saboteur is the one who feels like the martyr. Uh, I'm going to, I'll go do this, but oh, woe is me. Um, they are usually expecting something in return, although they may not be communicating that to others. So it's that, uh, that martyr streak or opportunity with the victim. So those are the nine accomplice saboteurs. So then, so the judge is kind of like the ringleader and these are the, these are like, the ringleader is like the joker, uh, the judge is like the joker and then the, the others are kind of like the, uh, like his little henchmen that are dressed like clowns. Exactly. Yeah, they're yes. all up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I did take the assessment mm -hmm. and I have my results. And so um, I guess, where do you draw the, the number of like something that's, like an issue, like, mm -hmm. cause I have a few that are 3.8s and then I have a 5.663 and then my big one's 9.4 and then 8.8, 8.1 .8, mm -hmm. and 8.1. So like, which are the ones that you would say, Hey, we need to look at these. Yeah. Well, you know, I, as a coach, I'm going to turn that right back around to you. <laughs> Don't you okay. love that? So it's the, well, these are the results. So you answer different questions. And with that uh, were the responses of which of these saboteurs are showing up most based on your responses. But I'll ask you in your day-to-day, -day, where do you feel the saboteurs are really getting in the way? And I've got well, your results right in front of me too, but I don't want to give anything away without you doing that first. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So the avoider is my highest one. That's mm -hmm. 9.4. And mm -hmm. I, is, is like 10 the highest? It is, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it's right there. And that one is definitely me. Uh, when there's a hard conversation I know I need to have, I put it off. When it's something unpleasant, I put it off. Uh, I had a couple of salespeople before COVID and neither was producing. And I thought I need to let them go, but I'm like, oh, but you know, they, they may, they may get better. You know, let me give it a little more time, you know? And it's like, I knew I needed to do it and I just was afraid. And so avoiding is a huge part. And, you know, of course I can track a lot of this back to my judge and I should mm -hmm. share that. And I'll share it, I guess, in a little bit here, but that's a huge one for me. And and I think a lot of it is like, I avoid it because it's painful. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the bad guy. I hate to be someone, and I don't like conflict. And if it's going to be conflict or someone's going to push back, I don't want to deal with that. I mean, it's really mm -hmm. challenging because I teach my managers to actually have those hard conversations. And here I am, the teacher who's chicken shit <laughs> to have these things. So, I mean, this is a little self-awareness that I guess I wasn't even aware of. And, mm -hmm. and yet here it is. Um, I really, to be honest, did not see hyperachiever as an issue with me. And yet it came in at 8.8. .8. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, part of this program that we do is there's a weekly uh, pod meeting. So we get together and we kind of faci facilitate it. And we talk about that and maybe kind of think about that, that really, I think all that goes back to my dad, who was a right. big force, often very negative for me growing up. But the one thing I always remember is that he quit everything he ever started, never finished a thing. And he had big ideas, big plans, and he quit, 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 quit. And I started to see myself through the years with that. Oh, you know, I shouldn't do it because if I do it, you know, but then it's like, no, I'm going to show you like, and I did like even my first barbecue contest a year ago, I'm like, 
oh, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a big tent to put up. I'm just going to be out there. They're going to laugh at me. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go do this because my dad would have quit. He wouldn't have done it. And I think, honestly, so much of what I've done has been like, I'm going to show you. I'm like spiking the football in front of you, which, as you can imagine, it's extremely unhealthy. So I didn't even realize it until it was raised here. Uh, 8.1 is my victim. Mm -hmm. Woe is me. I think there's been a fair amount of that. I've tried to work through that. And then the last one, of course, is pleaser, which I think is a nice cousin to the avoider. It, um, it know, definitely is. And happy. I was going to ask you, you know, with those with those salespeople that that were working for you and not delivering, you were avoiding having the conversation. But I wonder to what to what degree was the pleaser also stepping in there to just say, oh, but, you know, they really need this and I want to give them an opportunity. So let's just kind of keep that going for a little while. Yeah, maybe it'll get better if I just give it a little more time. But mm -hmm. the lie I was telling myself was like, you know, hey, you, you really don't want to do this because you don't want them to hate you. Wow. Right. It was just powerful. So, you know, then restless is 6.3. Yeah, I've kind of always been that way, I guess, but I have not seen it as high and then controller. And then, you know, my low ones are stickler, hypervigilant and hyper rational. And that doesn't even fit my personality really, as I understand it. So I, I was really, it, this was really eye opening for me. But I think more importantly, then when we begin to move into the sages, because part, I mean, I could always say, yeah, this is, I mean, if I'm, if I'm, not careful, I could just pull this report up and say, this is my excuse. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is why I'm not going to do it. Because I mean, look at look at me, I'm very high in avoiding. So I'm an avoider, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Which is against everything that I teach, especially when we do our parts of our workshops on personality, like, you know, you, you actually need to address these things, they don't just get better on your own. And so when we got to the sages, mm -hmm. uh, that is where I started to feel like, okay, now the PQ reps are making sense. So Talk to us about the sage yeah, or the sage power. Yeah, it's, that, is, that is the shift opportunity. So during this boot camp, it is that opportunity to open the door, uh, you know, look behind the magician's curtain, if you will, and have that opportunity for self-awareness. What are these saboteurs that are standing in your way? And what are you going to do with it? So we're introducing the PQ reps. We're introducing the fact that there are these three muscles that we will help you build during the program and ongoing. Um, they are the, the saboteur interceptor muscle, the self-command muscle, and the sage muscle. So we've talked a little bit about um, the self-command through those PQ reps. When you have the awareness, it's the pause and that command of, oh, I don't, I don't want to keep going down that old pathway. I want to go down a new one that I'm going to need to create. So you're intercepting that saboteur as well. So it's the ability to self-command and then um, have that saboteur interceptor. But then what do you do with it? How do you bring in those positive thoughts? And that's the sage muscle. And just like there are nine saboteurs, there are five sage powers. And you were introduced um, this week to, to a very um, a very eye-opening, a very emotional, real experience for empathy. And in that, it is visualize the child. Um, so I don't know if you want to spend a, a second or two to talk about talk about that, but it is all focused on empathy of self and others. 
Yeah, it was a gut punch. It really was. In fact, I had done the exercise about an hour before we did this recording, and I'm still reacting to it. And so I don't want to give everything away because I really want you to take this program. Uh, But I will tell you that uh, the picture I selected was actually a picture of my brother and I. I think I was six or seven in the picture. And so for the purpose of this, I cropped my brother out and it was just me. And at first I didn't really feel anything. And then as we did the activity, it's like that kid came to life. Mm. And then I think the pivotal moment, and some of you are thinking, all right, this is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard. (laughs) I know you're thinking that, but hey, just follow me here. It's when I actually gave my younger self a hug is like when I felt it. It's like, wow, like there's a kid who was comfortable expressing emotion. There was a kid that was excited for big possibilities Mm -hmm. and thought he could create all kinds of amazing things. And he was talented. He enjoyed music and art and reading and even writing. And I even remember writing some music. I had this little blank, little music, the little, I forget what they call them, the little music thing where you put the notes in there. And Mm -hmm. I played trumpet for a while and it's like, and then it's like, it just fizzled out. And I think so much of that was reality set in. And then it's like, I was shutting all that down. And that's where, I mean, I think a lot of growing up was just sort of distancing myself from, from that kid. And boy, today being reintroduced to that, it, it was very powerful because I think that was the missing link between you know, when did the judge show up and start being really dysfunctional? And at what point did I quit listening to every other voice except the judge? And so it was, it was huge. And I'm not even finished with the program yet. And I already can see like, wow, this explains so much. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a person today who is, you know, you had mentioned already the imposter syndrome, I don't belong here. I'm, if somebody finds out, they're going to fire me. Like I can't, yeah. I'm faking this. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's your judge. That's right. And he is a big pain in the ass and you're letting <laughs> him run your life. I, it's, what was a defense mechanism has turned into a real issue. So all of that said, and I know some of you are thinking, well, I'm not really sure, but I think I would benefit. Yeah, you absolutely would. Um, So I'm not going to ask you any more questions because I don't even know what happens next. But if it's anything like I've experienced so far, I can't wait. Yeah. And, And that is the reason why I really wanted to do this episode with you because I you have a couple of new cohorts starting up and I really want to encourage you if you're listening to this today, uh, I, I really think you should experience this. And so Lee, um, tell us how we get into this. What are the next steps? Kind of what does it look like? Maybe explain real quick the app cause the app is really powerful. I mean, yeah. unless you don't have a cell phone, then you're going to be kind of screwed. But, <laughs> but I, know, think I think everyone has everybody. At least yeah, I even see, I mean, I'd say I even see like homeless people with a cell phone. So I think everybody's probably got one. Um, but that's it. So yep. can you just kind of give us a quick overview and mm-hmm. then we'll give you some information on how you can sign up. And we have a very special discount just for listeners of this podcast, which we will get to that. So give us a very quick overview, Lee, and then we'll give them the offer. Yeah, sounds great. So I am offering a three month boot camps. Uh, the next one is kicking off on August the 29th, followed by another at the end of September on the 26th. And what you actually get to do during this program is meet for eight weeks in a row on a Monday afternoon 
with a dedicated cohort. So different individuals who were signed up for your same program, the same boot camp, you meet together, get to know each other, share. Um, but every weekend there is a video that's released from Sherzad, and you access that video through an app. So after you register, I give you access into the Positive Intelligence app. Uh, you download that. Uh, every Again, every week a video is released for seven weeks. And then we meet on Mondays. And then Tuesday through Friday is your practice time. You don't you don't get uh, big muscles at the gym just by going once a month. And the same thing happens here with shifting and building those new powerful habits for positivity. It takes practice. So Tuesday through Friday, there's about 15 minutes total, but it's, it's divided into very small chunks throughout the day. So you start with the focus of the day, which is about three minutes. And then a few hours later, you have a coach challenge, two minutes. A few hours later, you get another coach challenge. A few hours later, another coach challenge, and then you journal, and that's four days a week. At the end of those seven, well, basically eight weeks, because we have an orientation as well, at that point, the formal deep dive into the program is complete. And I've added in a month of the elevated app access, which gives brand new content an opportunity to attend one of Shirzad's application sessions live, as well as another cohort meeting uh, where I'm leading that. There's also two coaching sessions that are included by me. And so it gives a great opportunity for you to move things forward for yourself. So I know we've talked a lot of things here that have been maybe a little woo, maybe a little over the top. I am not a woo person. Um, but I do find that when you slow down to have this self-awareness and make different choices, what comes out on the other side is a very different experience. So if you are feeling like an imposter, trying to control people or situations, saying yes when you want to say no, judging yourself or others, avoiding difficult conversations, finding that you're procrastinating, or are just living in a world of overwhelm, this program is for you. Yes, and I would absolutely agree with every one of those statements. So these are sessions coming up in the fall of 2022. So in case you're listening to this in 2030, <laughs> you, you missed you missed your opportunity, unfortunately. <laughs> but if you're listening to this now, then you can get in. And so you will get a discount. So, so the code word here is going to be MACPQ, M-A-C-K-P-Q. Now, how should we get that special code to you, Lee? Should we just send you an email? Absolutely. Absolutely. Send me an email. You can actually also uh, check out all of the details at my Positive Intelligence coaching site. And Mac, is there a way for you to share that link alongside our podcast today? Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll put it in the little show descriptor. There'll be a link and then you can get into that. So I'll make sure that I, when we launch this, I'll have that in there. And then... Um, so then I guess for them to get the code, should we just send an for, email? Yes. For, for them to get the code, definitely check out the website. It's going to go a little deeper. Okay. You'll, you'll yeah. get to see the, the specific dates for each of those two cohorts. And when you are ready to register, do not click on the register button from my website. Please send me an email and let me know. I am, uh, reaching out to you with the special code of MACPQ. And then I will give you a separate link in order to register. And that gives the discount of $200 off of the registration. 
That'll be good. All right, so Lee, tell us your email address, and you have to spell this correctly because Lee is spelled a little differently than most of you think. <laughs> Absolutely. My email address is Lee, L-E-I, at L-E-I, last name Comerford, C-O-M-E-R, F as in Frank, O-R-D, dot com. Lee at LeeComerford.com. Excellent. And then the link will be in the show descriptor, so you can click that. And remember, don't click register until you've emailed Lee with the special code, which is MACPQ, M-A-C-K-P-Q. Is that about right? That's it. Sounds great. Perfect. All right. Well, Lee, thank you for taking time out of your schedule today to give us a nice rundown. And my hope is that if you've listened to this today, you will say, wow, I, I really think I should look into this. And I would say absolutely 100%. And please spread the word. I really think, take this program, and I think you will have such a different outlook on life, your relationships, your goals, uh, just your persona, how you carry yourself. It has been a true journey for me that's been well worth taking. And I'm not even close to being there yet. So um, no, you've got take my word for it. Miss. You've got my highest endorsement. And Aww. You know, Thanks, I think for whatever that's worth, but uh, actually, it's worth a lot. It is worth a lot. See, the judge almost said, "Yeah, your 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 endorsement ain't worth shit." I just told the judge, <laughs> "Be quiet, stay off my podcast." Quieting that voice. That's right. Yeah. Good yeah, job. Yeah. So again, he pops up, man. That judge. Man, what a booger. All right. Well, Lee, thank you for spending time with us today. If you listen to this, please go ahead, follow those directions, take this program. I highly recommend it. Lee, thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, Mac, thank you so much. And I appreciate you sharing this with your network. And for everyone who's listening, I can't wait to meet you soon. Thanks so much. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to these as much as I enjoy making them. I've learned so much from the guests we've had on the show over the past few years. And I hope that you will continue to listen to us regularly. If you are a subscriber on any podcast app or channel, would you do us a favor and take a moment and leave us a review? We would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you have the time, check out all the offerings we have on our website, which is thebossbuilders.com. We have every other month a Sherm Credit webinar that we present, as well as a ton of other events, not to mention our Art of the Great Boss and Art of Being a Great Teammate programs, more information on that site today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Oh, by the way, you may want to unbuckle that seatbelt. I think we just arrived at the gate. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. We hope you found something today that will relieve your stress, feed your soul, and pump you up to face another day. At Boss Builders, we want to let you know that we appreciate the hard work you do every day as an HR professional. And as a reminder, always make sure to adjust your own oxygen mask before attempting to help those around you. Be well.